Hey, what's up, everyone? This is the Jack of One Trade podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Woodington, and I'm joined here today by... I'm co-host Marissa Pacheco. And we are also here with a guest named Sean Labadee, a dance choreographer. Yes. Hi, everybody. I am so honored to be here at Jack of One Trade. I can't wait to tell you about my company that I love so, so much. We are honored to have you here today. So we are here today to talk about dance and the talent that is dance. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am an open book. What do you want to know? <laughs> Well, when you think about dancing, how um, how do you feel about dancing as a talent? Because I know it goes hand in hand with music, and I know there's yeah. so many different types of dancing as well. Yeah. Well, there are several different um, dance genres. Um, I have experienced just about all of them. Um, I, For me, dance is very much a way of expressing myself. It's um, kind of the vehicle I use to uplift people. Um, so for me, it's not just about movement. I feel like um, just as a little girl, I was very, very shy. Um, and dance kind of gave me a voice in a lot of ways. Um, I was just like, oh, no, don't look at me. I'm so scared of everything. <laughs> and then I um, I don't know, you know, through music videos or, you know, seeing some of my favorite music artists. And of course, they always have background dancers and all of that. So it was just like wow, like, I want to do that, you know. Um, and, you know, you, you try different things, um, but it just, the love of art and specifically dance just never left me. So just throughout my life, it has been um, just a way that I kind of um, speak in a lot of ways and express myself. And then I find that I'm able to um, present opportunities for other people to do the same just through, you know, teaching them um, how to move. Yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. And it is a very expressive talent. Every time I see dance, I am not a good dancer. I'll put her out there right <laughs> away. And I, I feel like a lot of people in the world say that. And I'm sure it's something that you can learn. I'm sure it's like math. If you sit down and do it, maybe you can figure it out. <laughs> but um, Not math. <laughs> not math, right? It's such a hard subject. I won't compare it to math. But it is a talent that definitely takes some practice, I'm sure. Yes, yes. So with going with that, um, what piece of advice would you give someone that would want to start in your career? Well, I would just say um, just start training, just find community. You know, um, I think a lot of times people think, OK, dance. So I need to find um, a dance class inside of a studio. That's the easiest way to do it. Go about it, um, because then you have trainers who are skilled to teach and everything. And you can have like a good foundation. But, um, you know, Sometimes you can just find people outside who like like dancing. I know um, in Virginia, there is um, an up and coming like freestyle dance community um, who they just freestyle, you know. So um, I would just say find community, find a studio, uh, find a teacher that you really like. Come to Inspire Arts Collective and, <laughs> and um, train with us. We have several different classes. Um well, actually, right now we're um, we scale back a little bit. Um, we have a uh, Inspire Kids is one class. It's for ages eight and up, and that's on every Saturday at eleven thirty. And then um, we also have a ladies class, specifically for women. Um, it's very beginner friendly. Um, you 
build community and you learn you learn from different guest instructors everything from um like uh hip-hop um or um jazz or ballet um yeah so we just explore together and then i also have a performance class if you're like you know really into dance um you can come and train with us at like a more professional level so yeah that's one thing I've noticed about dancing, too, is, as I said, I think it goes hand-in-hand hand with music. When I think of dancing, I always think of, um, like, plays that you would find in a theater, Hamilton or something of that yeah. sort, those sorts of plays. Yeah. yeah. Dear Evan Hansen, they all have some sort of dance that goes along with it, so there's something visual to look at at yeah. the same time you're listening to the music being played. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know... I'm a little unorthodox sometimes, so, like, I love to explore. I love to see, like, I don't know, like, um, some type of uh, instrument, like a violin or something like that, and then, like, I don't know, it could be a hip-hop dancer with it, you know, totally, like, what? Like, I wouldn't put those two together, but it really, when you kind of, you know, explore different um types of music and type it uh different dance styles it can really be beautiful just to kind of mix it up sometimes but absolutely yeah. <laughs> one of the things you mentioned that I really liked is how you said that you danced as a kid yeah. I think when you're a child and you're just starting to learn different hobbies and stuff and what you're into I think every kid goes through that that phase and it's not always a phase it can become a career where yeah. you try to sing sometimes you figure out you can't or you, <laughs> or you um you go through a, a time in your life where you try to dance every kid that I've seen that I've met maybe not all kids but most kids that I've seen yeah. love to dance at yeah. some point and before um some of the insecurities of adulthood come into it they just dance freely right yeah um it's really beautiful. I mean, I have a son, actually. It might not look like it because I kind of look like I'm 17. But um, I have a four-year-old. And, um, you know, I think all all kids, when they're first born, they hear music and they just kind of have this bounce to them. And then, um, especially for, for little girls, I think sometimes parents try and put them, like, in ballet or something. And then, you know, you try it. And it's – I don't feel like dance is, like, a career for everybody, you know, but um, – it is something that we naturally do. I think just having like a little groove in your car is really fun, you know, when you're hearing music. So, yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree that, um, you know, we start off dancing, but it might not. I think it kind of actually follows you throughout life, even if you don't make it a career. Like, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's through prom or you're like your first dance at, you know, your wedding or something like that. Um, but, yeah, dance is fun. Yeah. And speaking of prom and weddings and stuff, dance can be one of those things that also makes people really nervous. If you don't dance a whole lot, just Absolutely. thinking about, oh my gosh, I got to dance at my wedding. What if I trip and fall on my face? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, man. And that's a part of like what I love to do. That's why I love to, um, to not just be a dance choreographer, but an instructor and I that's why I call my my company Inspire Arts Collective um because I like to kind of address some of those like insecurities cuz we all have them like I don't care like how long you've been a dancer you will get in a class and be like oh my god this was totally like not a part of what I've normally trained in and you just like 
I like to kind of um, give encouragement, you know, because we all go through it. But especially if you haven't danced before or it's been a long time, you kind of need somebody there to be like, hey, it's all right to mess up. Mm -hmm. But I got you. You know, I'm actually it's funny you say a wedding dance because um, this coming month I'm actually walking alongside a bride and her groom to teach them um, like a couple of dances for their their reception. And the husband doesn't dance. So she's just like, oh. We need to figure this out. <laughs> this man can't mess this up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what does your dress look like? Because we don't need you tripping. And I'm going to, it's okay. Like, come to the studio. We're going to have a couple of sessions. And I'm going to make sure you all feel comfortable at the end of the day. Because, you know, you just want to have fun. You know, so that's what I do. That's why I say what I do is much more the dance. Because I like to just give people... um the freedom to just be like, hey, dance is supposed to be fun, not stressful, you know. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes people think of dancing like, like, oh, my God, I have to be so perfect. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. And if if you do mess up and people do, like, see it, half the time they don't even know you messed up because they don't know the steps. So, yeah. yeah, that is helpful to think about it that way. So if Marissa and I were to come to your studio to learn how to dance. How would you go about, um, and actually I should ask you first, Marissa, has dancing been a big part of your life? Because for me, I'm I'm an amateur. <laughs> um, no, not really. Uh, I did grow, grow up in a, a very, like, salsa kind of dancing. Oh, so that's, that's kind of um, what I know. Uh, I've never tried hip-hop. I've never um, gone out of, I guess, my comfort zone about, you know, that the cha-cha and all of that kind of stuff. Um, now, the being part of your life, it's not as big as, as for Sean. Um, if we were to come to your studio as new dancers that know a little bit about dance like you said you know a little bit about um salsa and some of the other types of dances i don't know too much about dances in general except for what i've seen on dancing with the stars (laughs) (laughs) how do you go about teaching new dancers that really don't quite have that confidence yet to just go out there and tear up the floor you know yeah you know um it takes time i think about our inspired kids And, um, you know, a lot of our dancers, whether adult or kids, they come in and they're just like, it's either been a long time or like, I just want to try. I want to have fun. You know, I think most people just want to have fun. So I think I kind of uh, I kind of approach it like that. Um, You know, I just have upbeat music and, you know, we kind of clear the air a little bit, have like an icebreaker. And then from there, you know, I teach a routine and I just make people feel comfortable, you know, and um, and a lot of the way that I teach is repetitive. So then it's like, okay, I've learned this. Maybe I messed up. But I think sometimes it's all about the environment. And if you have people around you who are like rooting for you and, you know, like, hey, this is class. I'm supposed to mess up here. Um, it makes it so much easier. So that's how I approach it, um, especially with, with you know, a dancer who has either never danced before or is coming back to dance uh, from a long absence. I just kind of make them feel comfortable. And then with that repetition, you find that you, you just start growing without even realizing it because it's like, oh, I'm with amongst people who care. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, 
we're dancing, we're having fun. I was like, oh, I'm really interested in this now. And then you actually start to push yourself. And then, you know, you have that community. So that's how I do it. Um, Maybe I'm telling all my secrets. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we do it. It sounds like. Um, from what I understood that you really get people to love it like to want to learn more yeah yeah it's like you're introduced to it um I think sometimes um in like the dance studio world sometimes you know you have placements and different classes to see like what your level is and stuff like that um but I know what I'm good at and I'm good at the beginner stage Um, as well as working with advanced dancers. So I kind of cater to both sides of that. But I especially love when people come to me who are like, I don't know about this dance thing. And I'm like, oh, really? Challenging (laughs) subject. I got you. (laughs) Because by the time you leave here, you're going to be like, I'm in. What do I have to do? And then, you know, yeah, maybe you don't want to do it professionally. I know a couple of... um, Uh, my dancers who don't want to do it professionally but they're just like I have the best time when I'm here that that's great that's all I can ask for yeah yep yep do either of you um have the TikTok app I do (laughs) and here's the reason I mentioned that one thing that's really brought my attention to dance recently and especially for my generation I'm a Gen Z is um TikTok has a lot of dancers and even if they're not dancers it's just people that are brought into that dance community because they have they're not always simple some of those shuffles I'm like lord have mercy (laughs) (laughs) Um, but they have dances that people can pick up on pretty quickly and they're fun and I think a lot of people are starting to kind of lean towards the hobby and careers of dancing because they're inspired by seeing other people Mm -hmm. dance through that app absolutely see so that comes in with like it's such dancing is such a huge thing that gets people together Mm -hmm. like that's literally all i see on tiktok is dancing and people Mm -hmm. singing and so yeah absolutely yeah i am i feel like especially um in the pandemic and when everybody was in quarantine I feel like TikTok dances and everything just like skyrocketed and everybody was like trying to learn like the latest moves. I know I was. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's been like a thing. I, I love to see it because I haven't, I don't feel like before the pandemic, people were really like seeking to just learn different mm-hmm. random dances online before. So mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right about that. I think when the pandemic happened and a lot of bad stuff came out of that, but there were some good things. And one of the things I noticed is more people started to hone in on hobbies and stuff that they might want to do when they had free time. Because a lot of people got that opportunity and used it to do something fun. True, Mm -hmm. true, true, true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm all about the TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a fun app. You get stuck on it scrolling sometimes, just hours and hours. It's kind of embarrassing. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have, one, um, I'm sorry? Are either one of you on TikTok? Yeah. I follow you both. Yes. <laughs> yes, I send, um, I send TikToks all the time to everybody. I'm like, this is you or <laughs> let's do that. Yes. Yeah, it's a great way to connect with people because it's got such a wide audience on there, too. Even if you're not into, like, dance or music, they've got something for student life or work life or being a mother. It's such a wide audience on that app. I have learned 
so many tricks and, and tips from TikTok. It's ridiculous. I I actually just made um, made a tres leches cake the other day from TikTok, and it was so good. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Wait, what is that? Tres leches? Yes. It's um, a three-layered milk cake. Um, so it's kind of, it's wet. It's a wet cake. Okay. And you put um, three different kinds of milks in it, and you can top it with some, like, whipped cream and some strawberries. Ooh. Oh, so oh, that sounds delicious. Okay. I shall be looking that up, too. Yeah. So I good. do have a question that I wanted to ask. Um, so what's the biggest challenge that you are facing in your role right now, and how are you tack- uh, tackling it? Um, hmm, the biggest challenge right now, um, hmm, I would say, you know, for a long time, um, it was trying to decide if I wanted to personally have like our own building, um, because right now we share a building with another studio. Um, so Inspire, just to be clear, Inspire Arts Collective is my company, but um, we share um, the building space with another company. Um, and I was just like, oh, you know, I'm I'm wondering if I want us to have like our own, you know, like solid, like our like name on the wall, blah, blah, blah. And um, I think recently, um, just even through the pandemic, um, I'm seeing how beautiful the Internet really is and how it's really been connecting us um in a way that is just so different and we've been kind of able to not just be in one space but um I also um like serve at a um elementary school so I teach there too but under the name of Inspire Kids uh so we I can kind of travel um so at first that was like a you know, you know, that's a challenge. Like, do, is that something that I want? I think that now it's more of, um, hmm, gosh, what is it? I I honestly feel like we're really blessed right now. Um, I feel like we're really blessed right now because I think that, um, I don't know. I'm so convinced, I think of what we do. Um, and it's, I love I love dance and I love connecting people and um and you know uh, I actually changed the name of our uh, Inspire Kids class from beginner hip hop to Inspire Kids. There's like a whole um there's so much there's so much rich uh culture and um just backstory to a lot of these you know a lot of uh, dance genres um and so I realized that in connecting with other dancers um that I wanted our kids to just be exposed to a lot of different dance genres not Mm -hmm. just um you know hip-hop so I changed our names to inspire kids because I just like to inspire people so that's that's where I am I just feel like we're really blessed um I like to collaborate and connect with different people from different backgrounds um who can also uplift our kids and adults too um and that's that's where i am i just want to do more traveling do more podcasts do more like talking about (laughs) talking about what i love because i really believe in the transformative power of dance i really do because i I know what it did for me um and it just gave me community it gave me a sense of purpose so yeah that's where we are right now did anyone inspire you absolutely (laughs) so many people shout out to no (laughs) 
so many people. Um, I mean, famous choreographers like Lorianne Gibson or, um, I don't know, she's just, I'm reading her book right now, so she's the first one who uh, rolls off the tip of my tongue, but um, so many others who have paved the way, um, Fatima, um, hi-hat, creative directors, and, um, you know, um, people like Sean Bankhead, different choreographers um, inspire me all the time, but people that I could actually see, touch, feel, um, there was a woman, um, her name was Jeanette Reed, she was like one of my first uh, teachers, um, instructors, uh, let's see, Christopher K. Morgan um, in the D.C. area inspires me. Um, so many people in in this community that I have an opportunity to um, either teach with or dance with um, all the time, all the time. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love not just dance and, choreo- and choreographers. I think that's what kind of informs my work, too. I really love people with a story. I get sucked mm-hmm. into stories. So if there's an inspiring individual somewhere online, I'm looking them up and I'm learning their story. And I'm like, ooh, that is beautiful. I want my life to look like that. Because, you know, I feel like ultimately we're all looking for that sense of fulfillment to, like, like oh, I'm doing exactly just what feels good. And, um, yeah, so I look for that. I look to just, like, be around people who are on that same wave. And um, I just learn from them, and we just exchange together. And it works. It works. Yeah. I think it's great when you can get to that point where you're like, I'm not going to necessarily rush through life, but I'm going to try to kind of take my time and do what makes me happy while I have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. That is probably the thing that um, when you were talking about the challenges, I think as an artist, sometimes you can have in your mind like, oh, if I were this big place, then I would be happy. I think that that is what I am currently figuring out is like what you said, like just I'm already very blessed where I am and I'm able to make impact where I am. And it's a journey. And if I get to, you know, these big lights and that's amazing, but I'm not gonna, um, you know, think any less of where I am because it's really beautiful you know I think um just art as artists we should um just like we do with our choreography we should see the beauty in the process of creating not Mm -hmm. just the final product you know yeah and I think something too that a lot of people don't think about is how a lot of small businesses um and other such things when they reach out to just one or two people or you know just a group of maybe 20 30 people those individuals can spread that um that inspiration out even further so it's absolutely. actually deeper rooted in the community mm-hmm. than you think absolutely so you might not be reaching a huge audience initially but as the word gets out and around it's actually inspiring a lot of people mm-hmm. that's awesome 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 oh this is great <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you have a favorite kind of dance that you like to teach? I know you mentioned hip hop and yes. you're saying that it's called inspire kids now. So yes. it's got a wider name. Yes. Um, because that, I mean, yeah. So I don't want to get into that, <laughs> that conversation because, well, okay. Hopefully I say this correctly, but, um, with, um, hip hop, 
you know, it's it didn't start in studio. So there's just a conversation within just the dance community, dance community at large that, um, you know, certain things aren't necessarily hip hop. Um, it's just a person's choreography. But you can look that up. Um, so yeah, I uh, I don't necessarily think of myself as um, as a hip hop instructor. Uh, I I I'm just a choreographer. I like to interpret music, and I like to um, create stories that make um, make people feel happy or whatever. Like I said, inspire people. So um, yeah, I just. I'm a dance choreographer, so I hear music, and then it's like, oh, there was a snare, and I really want to, like, <laughs> hit my shoulder on this part. <laughs> and when I teach it, you know, um, you know, I feel like if I feel it, then I know my students will feel it, too. Mm-hmm. It's like the instructor is kind of like the party starter in the room. So if you're, like, really feeling it, the class is going to feel it, too, most of the time. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I think of myself as. Yeah, and positive energy is contagious too. If you have one positive person in a room, even if it's all gloom and doom everywhere else, yes, <laughs> it yes, spreads around. Definitely. It makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah. So, have you always wanted to be a dance instructor? Um, you know, it's funny. Not exactly. Um, I I went back and forth with singing. Actually, you said something about singing. Well, oh, I think wow. both of you. Yeah. And uh, dancing because um, my family is very musical. My mom is a um, audio engineer, and wow. my sister actually is a Grammy award winning songwriter. Wow! Yeah, she wrote for Beyonce. Wow! <laughs> she wrote. Uh, she was one of the writers on Deja Vu, and um, yeah, so they're very musical. So I'm like, my mom would have us in the studio all the time and all that. Um, but dance. And, you know, as we have just such a wonderful history that, um, yeah, I I just would see it and I would just, everybody would just like egg me on at five, like, go Sean, go Sean. <laughs> and so it was like the place that I thrived the most. Um, and then, you know, I just wanted to be a dancer at one point. And then I don't remember when the choreographer bug hit me. I think I just... Um, I probably just heard a song and just wanted to figure it out or saw somebody and just um, said, oh, well, they create dances. Let me try or something. I don't know when that happened. But, um, yeah, I once it did, I haven't looked looked back because that's um, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Isn't that so interesting how stuff just sometimes hits you like that? Like one day you'll be going along your way thinking I'm going to do this in life. And then suddenly you try something You're like, well drop the plans we're going this way (laughs) right yes Mm -hmm. yeah that's actually happened to me about something like I was like this is what I'm going to do and it's something that I wanted to do for since I was like you know in elementary school and then I finally get to college and I'm like you know what there's so much to do like it just brought in my whole options and I'm like no that's not what I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah What's funny is I actually went, my undergraduate degree was in network security management. So I was supposed to be in IT. I I actually did that for five years and um, I was horrible at it. I was absolutely horrible. But um, my dad, um, he was just like, you know, Sean, you know, have, you know, you know, kind of that back, 
um, backup plan type of conversation. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if dance or art and stuff like that doesn't, doesn't work out, you can always have this under your belt. So I went and, you know, I, I worked and it actually paid for me to go back to school for my arts management <laughs> degree. <laughs> but then after that, I was like, eh. I'm really just horrible at this. I have no desire. The money is amazing. But I was like, I have no desire for this. So I'm going to give my all to dance. So, yeah. Yeah. I really wish a lot of hobbies. And I know there are some out there that pay quite a bit. But I wish yeah. that more hobbies had enough. Um, what's the word for it? Enough of a like audience of following to where they would pay as good as being a CEO of a business. You yes. know, because some of this stuff, people love it. But it just doesn't have that following that would allow you to get that kind of pay Mm -hmm. from it. Yeah. Not unless you just like, you know, I mean, I know it can happen, but I just think it takes like that consistent grind that other jobs just don't require. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, okay, here you go. You have this degree. You can do this. Here's like, you know, six figures or whatever. Um, But yeah, like more artistic um, paths you kind of have to create your own lane in some mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. And another thing is, too, I didn't mean to make it sound that way. I think a lot of people that go towards art degrees, they get a lot of flack from people where they're like, uh, you're not going to get paid anything. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. But if you're doing something that you love, the pay, it, it matters because you need to eat, obviously. Th- those right. things matter. Pay your bills and things like that. But if you're not doing something you love, then it's just it's not going to be fun. Mm-mm. Truth. True. So true. So do you do you plan on staying in being an instructor or do you have other goals in mind? Um, yeah, so I um So you said oh you were talking about traveling, right? So Yes. Yeah, um so I would love to actually tour some of my classes. Um um and you know just serve more kids. Um um Especially in that age. And like I said, that's kind of when I got bit by the dance bug was at a young age. And just having, being a kid, I think just knowing that um, even at a young age, you can make a difference too. Like, it's not like, oh, when I get older, I will be, you know, which is cool, you know. Like, when I grow up, I want to be, but listen, little one. As a little one, <laughs> you can also be absolutely amazing. Um, and so just spreading that message on a bigger scale, too. Um, and, you know, like I said, I have that woman class that's all about empowerment. Um, I would just love to, yeah, just tour those more and um, possibly even uh, choreograph for uh, one of my favorite artists. I'm not going to say which one but <laughs> one, of them. <laughs> one of them but yeah um that's that's kind of like what i'm working toward right now so when it happens i have to come back to the podcast and be like you oh, guys yeah. i'm back yes. it happened <laughs> but yeah that's that's where i am right now that'd be so fun yeah get to see her up there yeah yeah, yeah. i can still remember um don't forget us little people okay oh I feel really blessed just to be, um, you know, consistently serving my community now. We've been around since we started off as a workshop in 2013 is when we started up as a workshop. Um, 
and we would travel. I would travel and have guest instructors um, teach at different studios around the area. And then we finally found the space we're in now, and we've been there since 2015. So I met a lot of people just through what I do, and um, it's been great. It's back. Okay. I was going to ask you about uh, the women dance class that you were saying, because one thing that I've noticed is, and this, again, it's just from my dance with the stars knowledge, (laughs) the very little dance knowledge that I have. Um, It's from watching that show. But I've noticed that the ladies usually dance uh, a little bit differently than the men. Like they they complement each other in the dance, but it is definitely different than what whatever the guys doing. Whatever you know, even if he's just standing over there and she's doing all the work, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's usually you can tell that the dance is different for her. So when you teach that class, how how um, how much different is that from teaching a class that's mainly aimed towards like the guys learning how to dance is it more is there more moves to it is it made to complement the guy that they're dancing with or is it more of just dance on your own and these are some of the things you can do oh that's a great question um so there's really there's nothing different as far as like how I approach um no that's not true (laughs) (laughs) um well, I'll just say for the ladies' class, um, it's more about speaking to, like I said before, more mental, emotional, creating that like vibe in the class. Whereas, like with guys, I'm not really trying to dig deep. Like, yeah. hey, guy, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> they probably look at me like, check back up. <laughs> Just teach me some dance moves. But for the ladies, you know, we can kind of meet on that that level. Because most of the women um, in the class, you know, I mean, you might have CEOs or teachers or, you know. I met a comedian last night who um, came to our workshop. Um, Yeah, just, you know, people from all different walks of life. And some of them are moms and some of them single and dating, some of them not, blah, blah, blah. And um, it's more so just an hour, hour and a half for them to unwind and not be all the things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like as women, we can just, we can carry a lot. You know, we're thinking about ourselves. We're thinking about our mom. We're thinking about how we treating our sister, our best yeah. friend, <laughs> our, you know, our career path, our, you know, our kid. Um, how am I advancing at work? So just a space where you can be like, girl, just come here and hang out and let's just have some fun. You know, um, I think that's, that's kind of the difference in it where, um, we can just kind of talk freely amongst women. Um, whereas in, if it's a mixed mixture of, um, you know, both men and women, we just get to the dancing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of that, those conversations can happen regardless of gender, but I will agree with you when you get a lot of ladies together in a room doing a dance or a a song or just some sort of, something fun, some sort of hobby or thing you're doing collectively together, there is a connection there that I can't even explain, but it's different than when it's a mixed group of um, people in a room. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then you meet people because I'm all about networking, so, um, you know, what one person you know we um we had a young lady who had like some uh physical issues and uh, she got a bad report from the doctor and all that uh stuff and um we just had stopped one class um just to kind of check in because I felt like 
I kind of read the room sometimes. Um, and one of the women just kind of looked kind of down. I was like, how are you guys doing? I don't do that in a really, really large room. But this particular night, we just had like, I don't know, maybe nine or ten. And um, we just started to share. And then there actually was um, someone who was a nurse, too, that had resources. And she was like, hey, call me. You know, so just situations like that, it really pays to be around some powerful women. (laughs) Just to be like, hey, okay, you need that. I have you, you know. So... Yeah, it's good to be able to make those connections, too, in a fun setting and not necessarily serious. Because I think sometimes, mm. at least for me, when I'm put in a serious set um, s- setting and then asked to make decisions, I don't want to make them. You know, I'm yeah. kind of like, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why tests are so difficult. The time's going down. You're just like, I I can't do this. This. <laughs> They're timing me. I can't uh-huh. think. There's not enough time to think. <laughs> yes. So is, is that kind of a similar mindset for dance? Is there ever, because I know that the music, it doesn't stop unless you stop it. So mm-hmm. is there ever a point where you're like, whoa, I'm having trouble keeping up? Do you stop the music or do you just kind of catch up on the steps? Um, I would say catch up on the steps. Like I would, um, if there's a dancer who's just like, oh, I messed up. <laughs> um, sometimes I'll hear um, dancers stop. And they'll be like, Sean, restart the music. <laughs> like, first of all, wait a minute. Don't just stop in the middle of the dance. So that's that's kind of a no-no. You know, like, you just should keep going. Um, that's always, you know, something that um, dancers or choreographers will encourage. It's just, you know, pick back up again. But um, it happens. It happens. But, yep, you don't stop the music. You just kind of learn how to, um, you know, dance to the music and not let the music run you you know um because i think especially with faster songs um dancers um, may try to keep up and sometimes when you just kind of relax and just trust the movement that you've been given or that you create it it works out Mm -hmm. all of these things really do translate into life i swear they do (laughs) they do i know just as you were saying that i was like you know that sounds like stuff that's happened to me before and it doesn't have anything to do with dance but there's a connection there all the time yeah i feel that all the time yeah yeah all right well do y'all have anything else to add to our podcast here anything else you want to talk about Mm. i is there anything you want to say that you want to add or maybe your own questions (laughs) Um, yeah, do you have questions for us? We can't dance, but <laughs> well, can't speak more for Marissa, but I can't. Oh. You know, thinking about it, I can't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're on the same page. I, think I was trying to be a little too confident, and then I'm like, you know what? That one time, yeah, I can't dance. <laughs> I'm you gonna have you... to go and see Sean. <laughs> yes, come see me. Um, let's see a question for you all. Well, first off, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for having me. Seriously. Thanks for coming on. This has been so much fun. Um, I could talk about dance all day long, but, um, yeah. Is this something that you all always wanted to do? Like, you know, I told you my story about, you know, going into IT, but then I was like, eh, it was just, it just wasn't working out. Um, yeah. Like. Um, for me, no. This is, this is completely out of my comfort zone. And I, um, so I'm in actually um, Phi Theta Kappa with Morgan. 
Awesome. And they sent out an email um, asking for a co-host. And I'm like, not in, mil- not in a million years would I ever reply to that email. <laughs> and But I was like, that's the thing. I need to get out there. I need... I need to just not dip my toes anymore. I need to just jump on in, and I did. And so this is something just, I guess, to um, just, I don't want to say put on my resume, but, you know, put on my list of of things that got me out there to do things and to talk and to um, connect with people. And I met you, so... And it was very fun. So this is not something, no, (laughs) not for me. Here's a funny thing to add to what you were just saying. When you emailed back, my initial reaction was, yes, I caught one. I got one. (laughs) (laughs) I had thought that maybe some people would be interested in it, but I really didn't at that point expect a reply uh, for a co-host to come on the podcast because it was like the end of the pandemic. It was finals finals time. I was like, nobody in their right mind. (laughs) Not to to offend you with that statement there. No, no, no. I'm very, very glad uh, that you came here today, Shauna, and I'm very glad that you came on to be a co-host for the podcast. This has been real fun. I've yeah. I've had a blast in hearing you, and it, you. This might sound, I guess, what did they say, a cliche, but you really inspired me today That's to go awesome. and actually see you and like spread the word about you. And mm-hmm. so I've had a great time. Um, what was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is this something that you all always saw yourself doing, or yeah? Um, not necessarily. I mean, I started this podcast because initially I had heard that they were happening. I was like, oh, podcast, great. I'm not good at talking, but whatever. (laughs) And then I started thinking about it and I started to see one of my friends was doing a podcast. So I came in on hers. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. This is interesting and fun. And I can kind of talk sometimes. (laughs) And I thought about it would be so cool if they had one for talents, because even though, uh, my major was science for Thomas Nelson. And I got associates of science and I'm pursuing a further science degree when I go to university. That doesn't necessarily have anything to do with dancing right. and music and that side of stuff. But I've always liked music and art and the dance choreography and those sorts of things have always been interesting to me. And I think when you're in one of those technical fields, like you were talking about with like the, um, was it IT? Mm-hmm. When you're in one of those technical fields, I'm not going to say it can necessarily get boring, but you can go overwhelmed with the actual uh, technical part of it to the point that your mind is just brain dead, for lack of a better word. Like you have just worn your, you are burnt out. So the talents for me were a nice break just to be able to see something inspiring and kind of get away from that side of things. I love it. I love science and those topics, but I don't want to think about them 24 7 yeah. if I can help it so I started the podcast because I know other people have talents and I just thought it would be really interesting for them to have a platform to come on and speak about them and I've really enjoyed just hearing about all of the different talents that are out there mm-hmm. and how much people enjoy doing them mm-hmm. awesome and to bring you on and actually spread you know what you're doing and thank you and I think it's I think it's a great thing Awesome, awesome. All right, I'm going to wrap up our podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to Jack of One Trade.